Pamela Private Eye. I am here again with my co-host Shelly. Hi, Pamela. And my big sister Cindy. Yep, I'm here again. <laughs> Yay. I'm glad. We love it when you're here because we know we're going to have fun. Okay. I'm ready. You guys have great stories. <laughs> Some of them are even true. Yeah. <laughs> No, these are all true. So this case, I call it Elvis on the Run. Again, this was back when I was doing a lot of surveillance, a lot of insurance fraud investigating. And I had explained earlier how when I would do surveillance, I would always have another shirt in my car or a hat. I'd have different outfits that I could... Change your look. Yeah, so I could change my look. I know, but I thought it was amazing when you two talk about even just putting a hat on how much it changes people looking at you. Like, they may not even recognize you. That's that so amazing. True. Yeah. Yeah. So, this case was a guy that was claiming workers' comp fund and another one of the cases where he was trying to get perm total disability for a back injury. Okay. I explained before, when any time someone is trying to get perm total, that means they want to get money for the rest of their life. And so they're going to look harder, closer at this to make sure, does this guy deserve this? Does he need this? Because that's very expensive for the system. When I say the system, that affects all of us. If someone's committing fraud, we all end up paying. All the companies that are paying into workers' comp, paying, like, all these disabilities, that affects all of us. Well, and you want the person, if they're really injured, to get that money. I mean, that's the whole purpose of it. Yeah. So, yeah, you just don't want someone abusing the system. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So, I got word that this guy was an Elvis impersonator. Oh. And they... <laughs> well. Which was he's unique. He's back injury. He's not going to be shaking those hips. Not really. <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. They said that they thought he was pretty active doing his Elvis impersonation shows, although that's not what he was... He wasn't getting workers' comp from that. It okay. was He had had a regular job. Okay. But his boss knew that he had done these Elvis impersonation things. As a side gig. Like for parties? Yeah, kind of exactly. Okay. okay. And so they said, hey, maybe you could find out if he's still doing those shows. Because like you say, with all of the Elvis hip gyrations and stuff. Right. Someone that's really hurt isn't going to be able to do that. You think. You, th- you think. <laughs> I worked this case actually for a long time. Instead of just like getting the case and then the next day I go do it. This was a really unique one because I had to figure out. How am I going to find out where this guy's doing a show? And I'm getting so old. This was before the internet. Like, prob- nowadays, someone would have it on Facebook or sure. Instagram somewhere, and I could just go find it, and they'd advertise, hey, I'm playing a gig at this place. Come see it. This was before all of that. Okay. So this was like you had to actually call someone and talk to them. <laughs> Remember? The good old days. Remember the good old days when you had to talk to people? Yeah. Yeah, you <laughs> that, had was, to that was fun. Yeah, it was, exactly. it was. It was. It was good and bad. Everything cuts both ways. So I decided we had strategized with the agent and the claims adjuster. And we had strategized to come up with this thing like, okay, how can we figure out where there's a show? So I said, what if I say I work for... A law firm downtown Salt Lake, and we are looking for entertainment for our Christmas party. We got word that you're really good, but my boss is actually really fussy, and he doesn't want to just hire you without having him see your show. Okay. And they decide. Are you hoping that there is a show and they're going to invite you to go see it? Yes. Okay. Not like a private performance. No, no, no. (laughs) I'm just wondering here, Elvis. No, no, no. It's not that kind of show, (laughs) Shelly. I'm not that kind of girl. 
<laughs> I told you, I don't drink. I don't do private uh, uh, private Elvis shows. Thank you. <laughs> so, Just wanted to clarify. Yeah. So I called him. I explained I have this boss, and he wants to hire you. But he's really, really fussy. He wants to make sure everything's perfect for this party. Can do you have some video or anything? And I figured he probably wouldn't have anything already sure. for us. I said, or we would like to come and see you perform. He wants to see it live, and he said, Oh, yeah, I've got a show in two weeks. I'm performing at the Eagles Club in South Salt Lake. Okay. And I said, Okay, great. Where are you performing? What time and where? So I write it all down. I'm like, Perfect. We will be there. I knew I wasn't bringing anyone with me, <laughs> that I was just going to go alone. Uh-huh. And that day, it was just kind of a weird day where I had started my day early on surveillance on a different case. Okay. And on that case, the person had gone into a store and I had followed them in the store. Well, when I do that, when I'm following someone in and out of places, I will change my look after I've been really close to them. So I'll change my shirt, put a hat on, pull my hair, put a ponytail, put a hat on. I'll, so I'll change so that they don't okay. notice me. All right. So I changed my appearance and I had done that. I had changed my shirt. And then I went back, and at the time I was living with Cindy, this was shortly after college, and I was living with Cindy and her husband and kids, and they were nice enough to let me live there while I (laughs) climbed out of debt. I benefited too, because she loved my kids, and it was like having a living nanny, so it was was awesome. It was good all the way around. Cheap cheap nanny. (laughs) Yes, it was very cool. It worked out for both of us. So... When I'd gone home, I'd grabbed all my stuff because I had to recharge my camera. Grabbed all my stuff, took it in, charged up my camera again because I knew I had to go follow Elvis that night. (laughs) So I grabbed my stuff to go. I'm headed to the Eagles Club in Midville, which was about 45 minutes from where your house was. So I drive to this area, and it didn't, it really wasn't the safest part of town. It was sketchy. It was a real sketchy neighborhood and I'm by myself I'm like paying attention this this is a little tense sure and I get into the Eagles Club and I'm not a member and he had told me he'd put me on the guest list to make sure that I could get in so So I so if you're on the guest list do you use your real name so it's kind of a funny story how I started using this different name just a quick little story when I was at BYU when you go to BYU it's a it's a Mormon's private school very much so and you have you sign like an honor code where you have you can't wear shorts that are like too short and stuff. Mm-hmm. And in the spring it was warm and I wasn't very good at following rules and so I'd wear shorts a lot. Mm. Not really short, but I thought they were modest enough. And <laughs> I remember sitting one class we had assigned seats so we'd sit in the same spot every time. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there and after a few weeks this girl behind me leans up. And there's always someone that wants to enforce the rules, and oh, they bug me. I love that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> They're this, keeping track of you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this girl leans forward, and she says, Hey, I notice that you wear shorts all the time, and you're violating the honor code. And I said, Yeah. I said, Okay. And she said, Well, I'm going to turn you into the, yeah, the <laughs> honors committee. I'm going to turn you in for violating the honor code. And I was like, Really? Well, what's my name? And and so, and then I was thinking I was all tricky, but we had a role that we would sign. So I thought she's gonna sit and count the role if I if she has to figure it out. So I so I sat there a second, realized I made a mistake. So I I turned around. I said, "I'm really sorry. That wasn't nice of me. I'm Debbie Johnson." Oh. 
so, so for Debbie Johnson out there that got called into honors coach for wearing shorts, I am sorry. That was really me. So, so that was the name that I used because Debbie was my childhood friend. So it was always the name, one of the names that popped in my head. So, I'll make sure she thanks you too. Yes, yes, you're welcome, Debbie. So, so I was Debbie Johnson as I was doing my Elvis stuff. There so I go. check into the Eagles Club, sign in as Debbie Johnson, and as I get into the main ballroom where they're doing this Elvis party impersonation stuff, I look around and I am terribly uncomfortable. This isn't just like the Eagles Club. It felt like it was like the Hispanic chapter of the oh. Eagles Club. I, and are there women did in not there? Blend in. I did not blend in really? at did all. Really? Blonde hair? Did yeah. blend? <laughs> Very surprising, I know. But I did not blend in. And I wanted so desperately to blend in. I was hoping that sure. he would have to look around and not know which person was the one that was going to be filming. Crap. Nope. I mean, everyone looked at me like, what are you doing? Yeah, Who are it. you? Why are you mm -hmm. here? Did you and make a wrong turn? <laughs> Did I make another wrong turn? Why are you here? <laughs> it would not be my first time I had made a wrong turn. So, or uh, gotten lost in the neighborhood. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I'm sitting there, and very quickly he spots me. He had, the show hadn't started yet. They had, just had music playing, and, and there was a guy that kept asking women to dance. And he was a nice-looking sure. guy. Honestly, I'm kind of scared there. I'm yeah. by myself, and I'm on surveillance. It wasn't just like, hey, I'm going out to meet friends. Right. I am there to catch you guys doing something, You to catch this guy. Right. And people don't like that, so, oh, my Very gosh, calm. this is, yeah, this is yeah. tense. And then these ladies come over and sit by me and talk to me, which made me feel much better. They're like, oh, we don't know you. What are you doing? And I said, oh, my boss wants to have a Christmas party. And he was supposed to come with me, but he canceled at the last minute. So I just told him I'd film it so that he could see everything and make a decision. So they're like, oh, Miguel, he is the best Elvis. He is the best we've ever seen. We love to see him. That's why we're here tonight. You're going to have so much fun. You're going to love it. Wow. I was like, okay, great. And as we're sitting there talking, this, this nice looking Hispanic guy comes over and asks me to dance. And I did not know what to do. He was Miguel's friend. Okay. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm not here to dance and stuff. I'm just here to watch Elvis. And everyone's like, what? And this was in front and of all these women. You should have just danced. I should have just danced. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Now, Good advice from your older sister. Yeah, I know. Well, the last time dance. she gave me advice, it yeah, didn't work well, out yeah. very well. That's right. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Good but now I would I would just dance. Sure. It'd just be easier than trying to. Exp and plus, it was not very nice of me. It was rude. I would dance. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. But nerves. But I was too nervous. Yeah. I was scared. Yeah. Surely I was scared. Yeah. So I was just I was trying to disappear, and it was impossible for me to disappear in that. So <laughs> the guy walks off, and all the ladies were like, "Oh, I can't believe you didn't dance with him." Everybody wants to dance with him and be with him. All the women want him. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I, too nervous. I, I, yeah, I, I just didn't. I just didn't know. I don't know how to dance like this. And that really wasn't it. I was scared because yeah. I don't belong here, and I'm trying to catch one of your buddies, and he's gonna get in a lot of trouble. Yeah. So 
Anyway, it seemed like forever before Elvis came out. Okay. And he came over and introduced himself, all like, I'm Miguel, you must be the woman that I talked to, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry my boss couldn't make it, so do you mind if I film this so I can show him? He's like, no, no, that's great. Okay, <gasps> perfect. Yeah. So he says, you know, I'm a little more animated and more involved usually, but I have a back injury, so oh. I'm not going to be able to move as much as, as I normally would, because I'm, I'm kind of injured. And I'm like, oh crap he's suspicious because he's already setting it up like Making. he like well, I don't think that's what it, ah like yeah. I'm not belonging this isn't cool this isn't cool and he's on to you he's on to me yeah. I'm thinking he's on to me and there are a whole bunch of them and one of me yes like this room is full of people that are his friends and I'm all by myself yes holy crap am I in the wrong place mm -hmm. but I don't have the good sense to leave so I stay there <laughs> Because, you know, I'm making like 15 bucks an hour. Yeah, you got to hold on to that. I have got to work hard for my money. Mm -hmm. He goes backstage and he puts his Elvis outfit on, his white jumpsuit and all the chains yeah. and all the stuff. And they introduce, ladies and gentlemen, Elvis Presley. And so he comes out and he does his show. And he really was not very animated. Like, he wasn't very mobile. He did not seem very loose in his show. And I thought... Gosh, dang it, he's totally on to me. Right. He's doing this because he thinks I'm going to be showing this to the claims adjuster. Right. Like, gosh, dang it. Yeah. I screwed this up somehow. What am I going to Ah, this sucks. And I filmed the show. I thank him. I thank the ladies that were so nice to talk to me. And it's getting really late now. It's like 1130. I'm like, okay, well, I, I got to go because it took a long time for him to start the show. And I leave. I go out get in my car and this was right after college after school i had bought this hyundai scoop they don't make them anymore probably for a good reason it was like a little four-cylinder car uh-huh and <laughs> so it's like so little gerbils running yeah, yeah. running in there to get it going yeah. as long as i feed them and when I bought the car, they actually... This was like when cell phones were brand new. Okay. And when you bought a car, they would give you a cell phone with the car. Really? And it was those big brick phones. Yeah? And, and it was... I'm like, wow! This is sweet. I, this was so sweet. I have a cell phone so I could actually call while I'm on surveillance. Like, this is... Because like, when you're on surveillance, it you're like... cheap. It's a quarter minute. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Really? I, I think I spent half my check paid yes. for the stupid calls uh -huh. I would make because uh -huh. I was so lonely on surveillance. <laughs> so, a quarter of a minute. That's it, hysterical. Like it literally oh, was. It was yeah, expensive. It was, yeah. Like you young kids, you don't know. <laughs> Back in our day, we paid a lot for cell phones. Yeah. No kidding. And there was no texting. It was just this big, huge brick phone. Uh -huh. So I was all excited. So I go, I leave the club. I go out and I hop in my little Hyundai Scoop. And I'm sitting and I thought, you know what? He was using these big speakers. I, being a musician and me gigging all the time, what I know is the gig part, that's easy. I joke all the time and say, hey, you don't pay us to play. We love to play music. We play for free. Yeah. You pay us to haul our gear there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so 
I know that that's the hardest part. Right. And those speakers back in that day, same thing. Technology now is getting much better. Sure. Now we use smaller speakers and it's easy. Back then, like you would have, I had speakers that I'd have two guys pick up, pick up to yeah. haul the speakers up. And Elvis was using some really big speakers. Okay. And I thought, I got to know. I have to stick around and find out, is Elvis going to be carrying those speakers right, himself? Right. Or are some of these guys going to carry the speakers up? So I, I was so smart. I got my Hyundai parked right down the street, like straight down the sidewalk where a street intersected. So I could just point my camera straight down there and see okay. outside the club to see if they were going to haul these, if Elvis was going to actually haul the speaker up. Was it up. well lit? How were you going It to actually be? was. There were okay. street lights like right there. Okay. So it was lit. It lit up. Quite well. Okay. Lit up so well that I was concerned sitting in my car that they would notice me. So I looked back for one of my hats and a change of shirt, all my stuff. Remember, I had already done a case and I went home and I took everything in and I didn't bring a hat back out. Okay. I didn't bring another shirt back out. So it's just me, the same person they'd been looking at in the club. Sure. Now I'm sitting in my car like, oh crap, so stupid. And I'm feeling like very exposed, but that all I need, I just need this shot. Is the Elvis? Money shot. Yeah, I need the money shot. I'm making a lot of money at this job. I gotta earn it. So, so I'm waiting and waiting, and it, not long after, here comes Elvis and his buddies, and I'm not kidding. They had a Cadillac, as you would expect Elvis to have. Yes. Yeah. And they opened the truck up to the Cadillac because those Cadillacs are like a living room in the trunk. (laughs) They're big. Uh You could haul a lot of gear back there. And they did. The speaker was so big that he had the speakers. There were two. Those speakers were so big he had to have someone on the other end. And Elvis was indeed carrying the other half. And I have my camera. So was Elvis wearing his white suit? He was. He was still wearing his white suit. (laughs) That's how you could pick him out from everyone else. Oh, exactly. In the dark, it helped to see him better. Mm -hmm. So it was awesome. Uh And I I feel so stupid that that I'm so old that the technology was so, like, I'm literally, this is back when cameras, before you you even had like a flip thing that could flip it out and you could see the image. I'm looking in the little viewfinder. That's how old I am. I'm looking in the viewfinder of, of, the, of the camera. So the image is like teeny tiny, teeny tiny. And I'm looking in one eye and it's, remember it's dark. Yeah. He's under a street light. Get the film of him loading the speaker. He's brought the second speaker out. He loads it in the back. And it, I'm far enough away, I'm about half a block away. Okay. And I'm thinking, you know what? It looks like they're looking this way. And then I'm like, wow, no, they're running this way. Like, oh, they're, they're coming running. after me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were running. They're running towards me down the sidewalk. So I just threw the camera. Right. And I'm like, oh, shit. And you can hear that on the camera. Uh-huh. Like, it's running. I just threw it on the floor and started up my little gerbil Hyundai scoop. And, and you can hear all this on the camera. As soon as they hear my car start, they turn around and run back to get in their Cadillac. And there are about four of them jumping in the Cadillac. I am starting my car. I'm like, and you can hear the Hyundai because the camera was still running. It It started. It started. It started. Yeah. It was a new car, Shelly. I didn't know. know. Just because it's cutless. (laughs) 
started right up, and you can hear like because the engine is just. I fired it up, and I'm going, turning left, right, all over. And Elvis is chasing me in that big Cadillac, and it's making like this big, like I'm like it was like the Titanic. It was like the Titanic. I was. So scared. Uh-huh. I'm like, Actually, seriously. You weren't a Titanic. You was like the shark about to eat your seal. Like you're it, the seal. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm the little seal. Seriously, think about it. He has every reason to get that video back. Yes. If he's lucky, he'll just be charged for fraud. Right. If he's unlucky, he could go to jail for it. Okay. How long has he been working this? Cycle? Years. Okay. So. All right. I'm so scared. I am freaking out. I'm thinking, check call 911. I don't. Where's my phone? I don't know where my big phone is. You'd think a big phone would be easy to find. I can't find it. I'm Uh like... And you're trying to focus, not wreck. I'm trying to focus Uh and not wreck. And I think, okay, his car's so big, I need to make more turns. Because they won't be able to make the turns. So I'm turning, 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 turning. On, like, the third turn, I can't see them, like, catching me. So then I hurry and go and jump on the freeway. But I'm pretty sure the Cadillac, once it gets going... It's going to overrun. It's going to overrun my little... Hyundai with my little four gerbils in there. Yeah. And, and but the engine's just yeah. <laughs> it is just peaked out. The RPMs are clear up there. I'm so scared. I'm on the freeway now and I thought, okay, police will come. I will just keep speeding and the police will come and I will tell them. Elvis is chasing me in that no. Cadillac behind me. Like, <laughs> stop him. And then stop. they'll be like, ma'am, get out. We need to see you walk the line. Yes. Can you touch your Can nose? Can you touch your nose? <laughs> what, you have you been, what have you been drinking uh-huh. tonight, ma'am? Exactly, Elvis. <laughs> what have you taken? Yes. I, I really, I was speeding as so, fast as I could to get away from him. And I was hoping the police would pull me over. Sure. When yeah. you want to be pulled over, They're when no have you way. ever? Yeah. Like, nowhere to be found. Nowhere. No one's around. I'm going so fast. So, and now, with just the lights behind me, I don't know if one of them is the Cadillac. Oh, on the If it's freeway. not, because right. I'm on the freeway. Right. So, all I see are cars behind me. I'm like, is he coming? Is he coming? Literally, the whole, like, 45-minute drive to Cindy's house. I like. I call Cindy. I'm like, uh, Cindy, Elvis is chasing me. <laughs> <laughs> How long were you thinking, Cindy? Oh, I was scared for her. I mean, I could tell in her voice how scary and dangerous it was. And you knew she was out. Right. So I'm just talking to her, and I'm like, how can you see him? But, oh man. I remember you running in the house. I ran in the house. I did. I literally ran in the house. I didn't see a car come on the street to to Cindy's house. Uh So I thought, okay, I'm safe. If he was chasing me, I at least. Dissed him at some a, point. Right. Yeah, he's not on the street. Yeah. So I jumped out of the car, ran in the house, and went. It was like twelve thirty at night by this yeah, time. Sure. And I went and sat on the edge of Cindy's bed, and I'm like, Cindy, I'm so scared. Like Elvis chased me. Like, <laughs> I'm so. I mean, like the adrenaline, like so, so intense. But we my, got him. But I'm Good. like, well, did you get the shot? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so like, who cares? Did you get it? <laughs> That's the best line right there. And did you remember to bring the camera in so he couldn't break your window? I did. I oh. did. Yeah, I grabbed yeah. that. I grabbed that. I. It was way, way scary. And it's those cases that like that we're the most scared on. Right. That we that that we did the dumbest stuff or the craziest stuff that uh-huh. we remember. Right. Because that was a long time ago, but I will never, ever forget Elvis chasing me. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, they, they did. They charged him with fraud. It was pretty serious stuff. So he absolutely had a lot of reason to chase me and try to get that back. 
Plus, I, I mean, they'd all been drinking some, so they're right. not thinking straight. No. And, I, <laughs> and sometimes you don't know where it's going to stop either, in all seriousness. Like, yeah. You don't know if, if he actually caught you, if he would beat you up. Right. If you're going to, we're going to find a body in the dumpster. Right. Or, you, you really you know don't I mean? know. Yeah, you don't. You don't know who you're dealing with. Because if there's been a lot of drinking and you're fighting for your life and his livelihood, that's a scary right. thing. And there are a lot of people, guys, that get out of prison and they're having a hard time getting a job and uh-huh. getting on their feet. So they'll work, find some job for a little bit and then they'll claim an injury. And that was kind of the, the thing that some of them would do. Oh, so, so okay. I know a lot of them were had already had some trouble before, sure. so it was pretty scary. From the, and forevermore, anytime I saw an Elvis impersonator, I always wondered, like, is that Miguel? Yeah. Will he recognize me? <laughs> <laughs> so, so that is my case of Elvis chasing me. It was an adventure. Oh my god! So thank you for listening to Pamela Friday.